In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast, Christmas Scamp, is the one, the only. I saw mommy kissing Travis Rats here in the Uh, studio. Travis Rats in the cupboard, in the the magic cupboard. Have you ever heard of the Indian in the cupboard? I'm the little scamp in the cupboard. There we go. I like the scamp sound. Can you do it one more time? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, just it's Woody, almost it's Woody, Woody Woodpecker. It's almost Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, almost yeah. Woody Woodpecker. Uh, I, think, so I should... think when we talk about scamps, I think Woody Woodpecker would be the quintessential uh, scamp, right? Is there anyone Woody... more scampy than, than Woody Woodpecker? No. Woody Woodpecker is a cartoon scamp if there ever were one. I can't think of anything. I can't think of it a more scampier a, scamp. A, scampy, a scampier cartoon? I can't. No. I can't think of a scampier yeah, yeah, scamp. Shrimp scampy. That's you do scampy. have shrimp scampy. That's it's quite scampish. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning into the comic <laughs> podcast. Right. Side note, because we're, yeah. we're now we're now we're flowing. Now we're coming up with now, great yeah, ideas. You know, yeah. we talked about like working on a kids book together at one point. Yeah, yeah. I still want to get back into that. I still that idea is still percolating. But what yeah. if we have a kids book called Shrimp Scampy, and it's just about this little scampy little shrimp? I like it. Okay, I like it. All right, he we'll, we'll messes talk. with people under the sea. Yeah. He, uh, He's kind of a he's kind of a jerk, but not jerk. Like he's like a boy who cried scamp. You know what I mean? Did, like, did we just rewrite SpongeBob but make him a shrimp? <laughs> we may have, but SpongeBob's not a jerk. He's just, <laughs> he just doesn't make any sense. So you're listening to the Comic Exposure Podcast, where Travis and I dial, delve deep into the world of comic books. Sometimes you'll see us with a uh, we're, we're working on a uh, comic book club, like we did on the last episode. We had our, our good our man, Doctor Dan, the Batman fan, on. But ladies and not gentlemen, a fan this of is headphones. A, not a fan of headphones. Sorry if you listen to that episode and it was all like <laughs> underneath of uh, every time someone talked. But you know, that was a really good impression of uh, mic feedback, Josh. Let me hear yeah. that again. <laughs> wow, excellent good. polio work, dude. I thought, I thought it was good. <laughs> uh, so you know, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning into very special and seasonal episode of comic book uh, comic exposure with comic book club that's what we do this is uh you're turning a very special episode where travis rats and i do our comic book christmas list and we list off the random comics in 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 nerd stuff we just want tightly rolled Mm -hmm. and crammed deep up into our stockings and uh maybe it's a statue maybe it's a book maybe it's a laser disc but it doesn't matter what it is we want that bad boy shoved deep in our stockings for holiday cheer. Yep. And, you know, no one ever buys us this stuff, but we like to talk about it. It gives us an insight into each other's mind. Occasionally, I will find something on the list and I will buy it for Travis. But it takes like half a year for him to get it yeah. because I don't see him until till like summertime. And you but don't believe in the post office. Not when I had not when I has to go through customs and shit, dude. I don't what. That's insane. <laughs> you don't like custom tags. That is a pain. I don't. It is a pain in the ass filling out customs forms. Because you got to right. fill them out like in triplicate. And then you're like, I don't know what this is. And you get up to the front. And they're like, actually, this is the wrong form. This is for things under three pounds. This is over. And you're like, I just want to send my friend these comics. 
That's all I want. Can't I just put them in a stock? Flat rate boxes. Right, right. So, boys and squirrels, ladies and germs, we are here for you today. And Travis and I want to talk about Christmas stuff. But before we get to the the comic book Christmas list, Travis, it is... Hold on, let me get a sip of mezcal. Take a sip of your, uh, like, 9 o'clock <laughs> in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning mezcal. Mm. Uh, or is it 10? What time are we talking there? It is almost noon. Oh, well, then it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. 3 o'clock somewhere. As long as I don't finish this drink before noon, technically that's a that's a noon drink. You're right. Uh, I've got myself a nice little, a nice little dark uh, coffee beer, a little hazelnut and coffee uh, little little stout I've got going on. I'm going to take, take a little sip. You want some more folio work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah podcasting you know what i like i love i love a good stout mustache like you get a little stout in that stash oh, you know oh it's good you yeah. save it for later yeah i let it, ladies love a stout stash let it let it crisp up a little bit and yeah. then later on you just give it a nice it gets, little lick it gets those hair bristles real sticky yeah, with that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a coffee and and like yeah people will pay for syrupy that. yeah they will uh so uh before we dive into this travis here's what i want to know Mm-hmm. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday we, season. season. And you didn't think that was a song. Uh, so here's, we, we've got the holiday season coming up. Is there something that you're looking forward to doing? You and I are both educators. We're going to have a couple weeks off. What's something nerdy that you're looking forward to doing during your, during? you've got a big flight back to the States. What's something nerdy that you're looking forward to having some time to do? Well, that let's, you, you let's haven't been it, able to let's do? take it from there. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is that flight anytime i fly somewhere it's usually like a 19 hour fl- travel time oh, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so i get my uh ipad out here and yeah. i load it up with a bunch of uh comics that i've been wanting to read and then i just i just i just convince myself i'm like oh this is what you wanted you wanted 19 hours to do nothing but read comics well guess what buddy your wish just came true you got and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to walk past four people to take a piss you're gonna have to go hey excuse me pardon me pardon me exactly Uh, my here's the thing travis on a flight my body shuts down my bodily functions disappear i don't pee on flights i would never poop on a flight my body just essentially goes you are getting in you are at the airport. We're going to shut this shit down. Oh, God, I wish it was how, that case. How do you do a 19-hour? I don't think, I'm afraid that a 19-hour flight would break me. I don't know what my body would know what to do. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, I, I, this, is a, this is a big issue in my life. This is one of the top five issues in my life. IBS. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know how much I pee. I pee a lot. Yeah. I pee a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have like f- like fear bladder or like claustrophobic bladder. When I'm put in a situation where I it's very hard to pee, then yeah. my bladder kicks in. And it's like oh now it feels the I have bladder anxiety. It feels the anxiety of of the pee, and so I'm I'm torn constantly between I want a window seat because then I can yeah. lean and sleep. Okay? I always do aisle. I'm an aisle guy. Aisle is fine. It's a, it's the second best. You get. But the aisle, you get that anytime restroom you want. So the problem is, if I pick an aisle, I won't have to use the, the restroom for the 11-hour flight. But if I pick a window, and as soon as I sit down, my bladder's like, oh, you messed up, boy. You messed up you made big a time. Like, I, if I'm driving somewhere, like if we're doing a road trip, I will use the bathroom a thousand times during that road trip. But there's something about the airplane, and I'm traveling, my body's like, nope. And it just wow. closes off. God, I, you know what? For Christmas, I want your bladder. 
And then, but here's the thing. Then I get to the hotel and all bets are off, man. I walk in the door and I'm like, (laughs) it's never good. So so I'm looking forward to sitting down and just doing some, actually, because I was on a tear there with quite a few comics during our Halloween period. And then after that, in coming into November, I slipped back into like work mode because I had things to do. And it's been, it's been a couple of weeks. I kind of dropped a bunch of that X-Men stuff. I did. Uh, Me too. Me too. I I want to get back. And here's what it is. I, I think I, I I read, you know, those first issues. Um five dollars just is too much for me to continue it that is, on it. it. They're not they're good, but they're not amazing enough to be spending five dollars a pop right. three times a week for X Men books. Right. All right. So what about you? Me, What's your nerdy thing? Uh it'll probably be some comic books, some stuff that I've put off reading. But the other side of that is I have a little free time to play some video games. You okay. know, that's going to be that's going to be my sort of my sort of nerd uh you know let's let's get I got some time to do some dumb stuff so I am is that I'm what you looking, do on Christmas day after you open a gift is that the is that the gift that you like you that entertains you through the, to while away the tamale hours that your wife is making uh you, you know it's, it's usually the best that's the best way that um so here's what we do. We do Christmas day or we do Christmas morning with, with my, with my family. Right. So or my, my mom and my sister, and then Gabby's parents come over that morning and we just get it out of the way quick. Right. Yeah. We do, we do, th- we do breakfast. So we do breakfast, everybody opens presents, and then everybody leaves our house. And we've started this tradition where we don't go anywhere for, for dinner. We order Chinese and we eat Chinese that night. So we literally have all day to just kind of veg Video games are the best veg because Renner will get something. He'll play on like his Switch and then I'll go play the Xbox. I downloaded Outer Worlds uh, for the Xbox uh, and I'm looking forward to just being like a a space, uh, a vast space RPG. So I'm just going to go shoot some stuff. I, I, I I know that some people do call you a space cowboy. I am a space cowboy. Some people, I, I'm a bit the opposite. I'm more of like a gangster of love. Um, yeah, I don't, no, I don't I play can, video games a lot. Uh, I can feel it. I fuck. <laughs> it's like a hard turn. I'm Do you? I apologize, listeners. I apologize. Do you? It's like a hard uh, on a Christmas special. And, not yeah. good. That, that poor right. taste. Poor taste. Poor taste. So let's get into it. Let's get into the Christmas club list, buddy. Let's <laughs> do it. On that. On that note, very scampy. <laughs> on that note, let's let's talk about what we got on our list. So Travis. My list is in absolutely no order of like this is the most important to least important, right? I just yeah, I just either. have a, a matter a, a shotgun blast of shit that I want yeah. for Christmas. So Travis, give me give me one. What's your what's your thing, man? Give I'm gonna give you my you. list with a list. Okay, a li- so, so my third thing on my list is um, no, uh, my first thing is the most obvious thing. It's out there. I think I might be getting this one because my parents are like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, honestly, you give me this, we're good. Because uh, right. you right. know, uh, parents they still want to get you stuff, and even though you tell them like, "Don't give me anything," they're like, "We're not gonna get you anything. We're gonna give you like cold hard cash," and that feels very like un- unsettling to me. It's like right. Parents are paying like paying. I'm like, it's okay. You don't. Need- but if you really need to get me something, get me this. And that is, uh, it just came out this month. Finally, if you have ever read Why the Last Man, you can now read. All the Why the Last Man in one sitting because they have come out with a hardcover edition that collects all issues of Why the Last Man in one giant 
How is that possible? I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And listen to this, buddy, because I think it gets even better. Here's the price point on that. If I said you could have all the Why the Last Man, you'd be like, 150, 199 bucks. $105 on Amazon Prime. For $105. That's not not bad, man. This is a hands down. If you know someone who like just likes reading, $105, it's still right over the $100 mark. So it is, you don't want to get it for like your, your, like a a white elephant gift. No. But it, it, it is not enough money where it's like, I better make sure they like this before I get it to them. It's a great story for a hundred bucks. Let's just round it down to a hundred bucks. For a hundred bucks, you could give someone one of the greatest stories ever told in comic book 60 history. issues of comic books that's less than two dollars an issue and a beautiful I, i'm trying to see if it's oversized uh i mean obviously it's oversized but i don't you mean know height and width wise height and width she's wise. thick she's a thick book she's a thick girl she's a thick book too clever C's. girl 60-issue post-apocalyptic series now available in new Omnibus. Just came out. You can order on Amazon. I can be there before Christmas. Now, that's a pretty obvious thing. And I have these all collected, obviously, in smaller trades, uh, which are nice. Uh, but it's just so important to me, the story in like my comic book. It's probably my top three favorite comic book series of all time. So I need to have it on my shelf, Josh. I feel you, dude. I feel you. In fact, it is a beautiful a, a beautiful looking i seriously i you make me want to add it to my list i am i because i don't own it i don't own any of it uh i borrowed all of yours to read it yeah the why the last would, man bucket i would love to have it myself maybe you can just give me your bucket yeah you get this you give me the bucket Ooh, that's gonna require customs forms Ugh, I don't know, you're guys. about to you're about to fly on a plane just <laughs> shove it all in a suitcase oh you think you think, you think i you think i check in suitcases josh you foolish foolish man oh, yeah like yeah that you just throw well you have tiny clothes you just roll I'm them all gonna up stock them up deep in my stocking brother and bring it and home I, all right I, i'm gonna get a cavity search on my stocking Ugh. D- that's dangerous. All right, Travis, here is my my first thing on my list. You know, and maybe our listeners know, that I have a shelf of Batman in my uh, classroom. I just sent you the link so you can take a look at it. Oh, I forgot I you were doing sh- this. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's okay, dude. It's fine. We're playing a game and you're not playing along, but join <laughs> me in the space. Uh, I have a shelf of Batman in my uh, classroom. And it literally has all sorts of different Batman. There's, uh, I've got the Dark Knight Batman. I've got black and white Batman. I've got uh, all b- a bunch of different ones. Well, DC Collectibles does vinyl figures. And this is a vinyl figure of Batman. And it's Batman as, a, uh, as an actual bat. bat. So it's a little bat with the... It's very cartoony looking. It's I love his Joe. little bat fingers. How they do right? the bat fingers is great. It's it's uh, by Joe Ledbetter. It is a fun little bat toy, and it's so different from everything else I have on my shelf because everything else on my shelf is just straight up Batman, right? And this is literally Batman, not Man it's, Bat. Yeah, but it I, is more Man Bat than Batman, though. I would say it is more Man Bat. Th- it'd be like if Man Bat put on Batman's yeah costume. Oh, that's not a bad uh, storyline. He squeezes his little bat-, bat body into the bat costume. I think it'd be good. Yep. Or Batman turns into a man bat. Yeah, that works too. I think that, 
I think that was on. No, that like was a, the like a Dracula that, kind of thing going on. Yeah, I was trying to think if that was on the animated series, but he turns into a cat person. Remember that one when he turns into the cat? See these eyes so red. That's David Bowie's cat people. Anyways, uh, this I like. I, I love this. Here's the it's thing. beautiful, right? The price yeah. point is way too high for this. But then I, I see that it's limited to 3,000 pieces, which is why they get to charge what they charge for this, because it's a limited edition thing. Right. And it's, look, 51. That's why it's on the comic book Christmas list, because yep. I normally, I wouldn't buy this for myself. Not, no. But you do right? save eight fifty nine if you if you buy it on Amazon, which is 14%. It's not bad. It's not bad. But I thought it was a seven-inch tall vinyl figure I'm a fan of it. Uh, and he's got, he's like textured. He's got little bat textures and his little teeth stick out. And he's got little underwear on, man. When you look, when you, when you zoom in on the picture, there are some cool details as far as the vinyling. Like it, it's got yeah. layers and texture, as you said, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's my first thing on my list. What's your <laughs> vinyl? What you, though. What you, Sorry. What you got? What you got next, Travis? Vinyl though. Vinyl. Does that hold up over time? Is that thing going to start cracking if you don't, in the dry no, Arizona no. heat? That's that's what like all those uh, all those like Japanese toys are made out of. That big vinyl market they last forever. Okay. So can what I, do you can put, I drop a record needle on it? You can. It'll play uh, the Bat Watusi, the Batusi, I believe. <laughs> that would be great. You know what? It you told be. me that 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 yeah, negates yeah, the price there point. Go. There we go. All right. Uh, next one on my list is a comic book. It is a. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I think we are both uh, fans of biography comics. Uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and drop this bad boy there for you. Uh, and there is this this guy has been coming up a lot, like just in my peripherals in life. I, there's been a couple articles recently that I've read about him. Um, Ooh. And this is it's called Houdini, the Handcuff King, uh, and it is a basically. Uh, comic book biography of uh houdini harry houdini uh the magician and it's some it's someone that i don't know a lot about uh but it's always brought up uh i find that it would be fascinating i think that uh this would makes an excellent character for a um uh, biography comic and I looked at the art on this, and when you look in the art on the inside, I really like the art. It's a little bit I, Persepolis. I dig, it, I dig it a lot. It's very Persepolis. It reminds me of uh, what's the book we did? All my ghosts. Yes, a little bit. And all my, my ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. I pray for a ghost like you. You. Yeah, and I don't know. I I I do like me a good autobiography comic. Uh, and I feel like this one. I feel like the magic of Harry Houdini might mix well with the magic of the holiday season. Oh, I like it. I yeah. like it. That's, yeah. that's You know what? I usually put like a fun little biography on, on my list. I didn't this time, but here's... <gasps> I know. I usually try... But actually, I guess I did. So here's the one that I'm going to... Here's my next one on my list. What I... which what, What's on my list is by Crom. Uh, it's an autobiographical comic by Shell Khan, right? It's called By Crom, and uh, let me let me drop it for you to so take a look at it. Uh, essentially, it is a sort of like panel jokey comic book, an everyday in the life of this this woman, uh, but she's given advice by the one and only Conan the Barbarian. So it's like <laughs> her, it's like her going through her daily life, but Conan the Barbarian is there. It's like her roommate. And gives her advice about her day, and it's essentially like a diary comic, uh, but Conan is in it. And 
I love the concept of if you had a, you know, your invisible friend, whoever it is, and it happened to be Conan the Barbarian, it's pretty great. <laughs> so I am a I am a fan of this. The uh, art so, looks dope on this, right? Man. It looks it's, do- it's almost like it's watercolor too. Is that what it looks like? Like Are parts they of color. I think a, there's a bunch of different ones. So some of them are in black and white. Some of them are watercolor. These watercolor uh, ones look fantastic. Right? Uh, it's a very sort of goofy little thing. Um, so essentially, it's a tribute to uh, Conan the Hero. Uh, essentially, he's just the stoic inner voice of our uh, of who the autobiography by um by shell con and so i thought i've seen this a couple times it's been on my oh man that would be a fun one to read uh and so that's on my comic book christmas list this year because it just it seems super fun i love reading old conan comics right i've got a pretty healthy collection of conan magazines um you can see behind me a little italian conan uh little conan poster on my wall um I know. But that's, that's my I, favorite thing in that in that office. But I but I it just seems super fun. It's silly, but it also is like a love letter to Conan. So uh, that that made my list. That one right there by Crom by uh, Shell Khan. So what's next on yours, my man? It's funny that you mentioned Conan because that is the next thing I'll put uh, on my list. Then uh, let me go ahead and send that over to you. Um, oh. Uh, I don't. I haven't read a lot of old Conan stuff, uh, but Jason Aaron has that run on Conan that's supposed to be fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah, and, it's supposed to be good. And so the the first volumes out there, I feel like, w- what better time than? I don't think says Christmas to me like Conan, because I mean, obviously they both start <laughs> with C's. Uh, yeah, and I believe Christmas is like uh, Conan's kryptonite. I believe like like that's the one thing that can destroy Conan. Um, and then you have Crom sounds. It's, it starts with a K, you know. Christmas Crom, yeah, Crom, uh, Chris Kringle. Uh, a very, Claus. a very, a very by Crom. It's Christmas. <laughs> that's actually brilliant. That's my that's my Conan autobiographical comic, where Conan helps me get through the holiday funk uh, of of seasonal affectation disorder. How about Conan the Barbarian and the Holiday Funk? So here's my new thing too. I feel like we yeah. should make this the thing. I think my new exclamatory expression is going to be by. I think it's good in you, the classroom of kids. Yeah. Kids are, are are like uh you know like uh, Mr. Rats. I didn't do my homework. Like by crom, and like your little sixth graders, and they're like, "What the hell is he talking?" Yeah, by crom, 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 and you have. Crumb? You have to do it like Schwarzenegger. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't I don't. Over. I don't give a crumb. I've, I've heard nothing but good stuff about this Conan the Barbarian run. Uh, I heard it's very much just Conan. He doesn't try to do anything different or weird with it. So I literally just put that on my wish list. Maybe my wife will buy it for me. Let it me was, ask you this. Why yeah. haven't we done Jason Aaron's Conan for Comic Book Club? It seems we, like we have seemed, not done ever done a Conan. We talk about Conan right quite a bit. Do you yeah. know what it's going to be? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just found out one of our next <laughs> episodes is going to be uh, Jason Aaron's Bicron. Because uh, one, I love Jason Aaron. Two, I love Conan the Barbarian. Three, I, we like talking about comic books. So that seems workable. We have so, not done Conan. We have not done a Conan. I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, Travis, on this on this episode. 
Okay. You are usually the person who puts other things on here. I try yes. to stay, I try to stay comic booky, right? Yeah. I think one time you put an anime body pillow on the list. It was really weird, but I thought, whatever. Uh, so, it's very I, soft. It's very uh, soft. I'm sure it is. So I, uh, I'm, I'm doing a little more novel reading. I found myself reading some more novels. I was doing audiobooks for a while, uh, but I've been reading at night, like actual books. And this book, just look at the cover and tell me it's not for me. It's called The United States of Japan. And it is part of the series uh, called the uh, what is it the the mecha the a mecha samurai book. <laughs> so okay. the next one is mecha samurai empire. And so let me read this to you. You ready? Okay, here we go. Decades ago, Japan won the Second World War. Americans worship their infallible emperor, and nobody believes that Japan's conduct in the war was anything but exemplary. Nobody, that is, except the George Washingtons, a shadowy group of rebels fighting for freedom. Their latest subversive tactic is to distribute an illegal video game that asks players to imagine what the world would be like if the United Ooh. States had won the war instead. So essentially there are giant mecha robots and uh, it's alternate history, things that I love. I love monster movies. I love Japanese monster movies. I love Pacific Rim and Ultraman. Uh, on on here, they they make a, a connection to Man in the High Castle. Have you seen yeah, that? I yeah. have. I saw the first uh, like the first season of it. So okay, very much. This is sort of the dumb shit I love. And so uh, there are three of them. The first one is the United States of Japan, Japan. Then Mecha Samurai Empire, and then the Cyber Shogun Revolution. So That's a great title. It is. And so this is, I figure, you know what? I'm, I'm on this sort of sci-fi kick. I've been reading some, some sci-fi short stories before bed. Uh, and so I figured this would be a, a dumb, fun book to read. Uh, and uh, it's right up my alley. And essentially, it's 400 pages, It's which isn't bad. I've, I've been picking you up- You could do, I, have an audio book too. You can do an audio book. They do. I've, I like, Audible has been, it's been really hard for me to listen- recently to books uh i listen to a lot of podcasts you know it's what we do here but um but i think i might just get this lovely uh little united states of japan book it's on my list uh maybe gabby will hear this and she'll she'll it's like 7.99 it looks like when you look at the cover of it, it looks like it's a graphic novel for a second there i forgot that it was just a novel and right you were, yeah uh, it did i changed what i'm doing so that's my that's what i would do a little united states of japan uh what do you got for me travis what's your what's your next little coming thing? at you let me close some tabs how do you? How many are we doing? I don't even know how many we said. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I think I have like five. Maybe All right, six. I, think, I think I got five. All right, here we go. Give me, All right, right, what's your me next see. one? What do you got, buddy? Uh, speaking of books, I got a book too. It's a nonfiction book, uh, but it is comic book related. Uh, I'm going to drop that in the little chat for you. All it right. is called Slugfest. Now, uh, right. Slugfest is a nonfiction book that takes a look at the 50 year battle between Marvel and DC oh, Comics. Right? Okay. So. Uh, I read that um, that nonfiction piece, that Marvel piece, where it talked about the history of Marvel, you know, and it yeah. it, it goes through all the editors and the major talents. I thought that was really fascinating. Like Marvel, it, Marvel Comics, the untold story, is that the exactly, one? Exactly, yeah. And yeah. I thought that was it really it really kind of laid out very nicely and succinctly the history of Marvel. So it helps me understand those eras better. Uh, it helps me when we when we read Marvel books, especially older books, to get a sense of where that is in the continuity of history, what's going on at the markets during those times. It just kind of adds another level of understanding and in, in, in my uh, reading of comics. 
And so uh, I was looking at books that, nonfiction books that were uh, really strong pieces about the history of the industry. I was really looking for something that that explored the idea of diamond uh, and how like w- diamonds uh, position in the comic book industry yeah. and how that affects everything. I was like, there's got to be something out there like that. I, I didn't find anything, but in searching for something on diamond, I did find Slugfest, uh, and I thought that was a really. I always love. Even though I don't like it in casual conversation, I don't like when people are like, DC's better, God, the Marvel's better. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, do, I do find like the like two compete like Coke and Pepsi and yeah. what they would like how they try to one up each other and um I, it, it seems like it could be like a juicy, like yeah, 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 gossipy. Yeah. Uh, and they use a lot of primary sources apparently in this book, so they're using a lot of primary first-person uh, like interviews interview. and things yeah. like that. So it's not just someone who's like, always... "Here's what happened." No, it's, yeah. it's it's told from the 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 writers and the the editors and the you know corporation owners of these companies. I always wonder, like, when we talk about Marvel versus DC, like, how much of it is actually true and how much of it is, uh, how much Drunk of it up is for business? Right. Like, how much of it is a work, right? So it's very, it reminds me very much of like wrestling, how like I'm going to work the audience. This story isn't true. I'm just really trying to put myself over. Like, how much of that back and forth is really just someone who left Marvel and went to DC who's like, it's so much better. You know what I mean? So I, but it'd be a fun read, I think. It looks it's good. Funny, it's funny that you mentioned wrestling, because uh, nigh but two weeks ago, probably around, um, I was watching some old uh, Rowdy Piper um, oh, fights God. on YouTube. Because okay. uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, and, you know, they were... And they, that got me down a rabbit hole, and I was looking at up some stuff about, you know, the history of, you know, professional wrestling in... Uh, the United States, and you, you're you very aware, most people are aware that they start off as very regional. Every yeah. region would have its own circuit, uh, and then, you know, Vince McMahon uh, Jr. came in and kind of consolidated, and there was a lot of, like you were saying, um, that was not drummed up. That was like, that. this dude straight up broke the code of right, what we were supposed yeah. to do, and I know there's got to be some I know there's probably got to be several, if not dozens, of books out there about the the rise of the professional wrestling world from these right. regional. Um, uh, well, the comic things. book history of wrestling is a very good book for you to read, man. I check I, it out. That's a good start point, but I, I kind of want like a non, like a big okay. nonfiction piece. Uh, yeah. But you're right, you're right. I know they have that 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 uh, comic book history of wrestling, in fact, and you get I a little have... bit of that in Box Brown's uh, Andre yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, but I I find that fascinating, like different the different regions of it, or maybe even a book that takes a look at like a really wacky region, like in depth. Like a region yeah. that was just like, oh, we for- you forgot about the Pacific Northwest. These guys were animals. These guys were crazy. Um, so I'm going to dump my next one in here. I found myself going down a little rabbit hole earlier this year, and I don't think I talked about it on the show. Maybe I did. I don't remember. Uh, where I fell into some bizarro French comics from the 60s and 70s, right? Some very psychedelic era French comic books. And so what I've placed before your very eyes, Travis, and what I want to share with the audience is a, a book by uh, by uh, Philippe Druet uh, called Lone Sloan. And Lone Sloan is this sort of space cowboy and uh, it is a series of books by uh, this this French artist 
uh, Philippe Drouet. And uh, it is, I've got two of them. They are batshit. I've got one about by Lone Sloan, and I've got another book that uh, Drouet did. And it's just batshit crazy. They're oversized. Uh, so this is Lone Sloan Delirious is uh, what this book is called. And it's just batshit crazy, man. The inside, the art is crazy. It's super colorful. And it's like um, you take uh, Kirby and you I was gonna just, say Kirby. Just I just I'm only looking at the cover of it, but it screams right. Kirby to me. You, you take Kirby and you make him European because this is a very, very European sensibility sort of design work and stuff like that. Uh, but essentially, it's this very dynamic out there story. And so I have a couple issues or a couple. Uh, I've got two big books by uh, Druette. One's Alone Sloan. One, it's The Six Voyages Alone Sloan. Uh, and then I've got another one of his. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. It's called The Night uh, is the other one I have. Uh, and so I thought, you know what? I want to add to my weird French comic book collection. They're oversized. It's hard. Okay, I was wondering if they were oversized. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're oversized. They're hardcover. Um, it's, it's a great book. It's literally, I mean, it's like 13 inches, right? So it's here's, big. here's where they got me when they described Sloan as the masterless intergalactic vagabond. Right. And it's what a great way to describe a character, man. Right. Uh, that's it's, it's, it's super spacey. It's that, that Han Solo. Yeah. It's, it's that, it's that, um, like in the seventies and sixties era comics, we don't need to tell you shit. We're just going to drop you in the middle of it. And good luck trying to figure out what the hell's going on. But there's something super fun about how random and, and like out there it is. And so, uh, this, this made, this made my list, uh, Lone Sloan volume two delirious. Uh, I have volume one, uh, the six voyages of Lone Sloan. So, uh, or maybe that's Gale is the, vo- yeah. So I've got vo- volume one, which is the six voyages of Lone Sloan. So that's nice. the second. That's because the second. Delirious is on my list. Uh, yes, Delirious. I can't resist <laughs> because Delirious, baby. Right, is, right, right, right. is that a thing? That's a, that's a hollow note song, right? It is hollow Yeah. Your kiss is on my list. Oh. Delirious is on my list. Uh, as the best is it, to- is it is the whole note? So it's gonna sound really bad. I should know this. Is yeah. it your kiss is on my list? Or yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I no, sometimes I sometimes I've thought it was your lips. Yeah, no, it's your list. Kiss, said, your kiss. It's, it's on my list of the best things in life. So it's like yeah. he's like sliced bread, uh, clean potable drinking water. Why the last man omnibus? Omnibus and this lady's kiss is yeah. on his. All right, yeah, but doesn't does not give you a ranking of where that it is on the list. We no, don't know it, how long the list is. I right, mean, this could, could be this gigantic list where it's like, what, really, this doesn't make me feel special, right? So you know, I don't know. All right, but what do you what do you got? Next? Is this your last one? Where are we at? Is this, have we done four or five? I think I can I think I, I think I can do two more. Okay, I got two more. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so let me let me go ahead and drop this bad boy in here. Speaking of sci-fi, since you threw threw a sci-fi at me, yeah. I'm gonna throw. You know what I'm gonna do? Huh. I'm a little uh, do a little tit for tat. I'm gonna throw a little sci-fi back at you. you now, this one I don't know much about, but I they really I came across it and I really liked how, how they were marketing it. Uh, it's called. Let me pull it up here so I can get the all we ever wanted, and it's an anthology collection, 
And it's called Stories of a Better World. I'm going to read you the description of this. Okay. Um, an exciting new anthology, you know how I love anthologies, yep. filled with stories that present a brighter vision of the future featuring oh, today's top-level talent. I kind of no, like positive. I like positive. Exactly. No gloom and doom here. These sci-fi tales are meant to inspire hope and restore the belief that a better world is possible. And so much, I, some of the I love about sci-fi is dystopian sci-fi. But at the same time, it's I'm like I like I like that there is a book out there, an anthology book. They're like, listen, this is all positive stuff. Like, yeah. Hey, buddy, have the holidays got you down? Sometimes Spend a little too much money buying comics. Didn't get to see all the friends and family you wanted to during the holidays. Maybe you didn't get that Christmas promotion you were hoping for. Well, guess what? There is some positivity out in the world, and you can find it in this book. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee beer on that one. Uh, and I, you know what? I've, I'm currently right now. I'm reading a uh, a selection of uh, it's called like the future of sci-fi. So it's a bunch of like modern authors telling their their different short stories, sci-fi short stories. Uh, I this and is, Coulter sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. So this is on my list. I'm going to add this, dude, because I. Hopeful sci-fi is fun. Yep. I like yeah. that. I mean, isn't that what, like, sci-fi, I mean, like, you think about, like, Star Trek and stuff like that. Like, yeah. positive things. Like, the future can't. Sci-fi is 96% gloom and doom, dystopian. Right. Or it's, like, fantasy, right? And there's really right. no, there's no real moral compass to it. It's just a fantasy tale and uh, swords and spaceships. Um but the idea of looking at using sci-fi as a way to bring hope uh, and inspire people, uh, I think it would be interesting. And I want to see how these people handle it. And because it's an anthology, I'm sure there will be great stories in there and there will be not so great stories in there. So That is usually what happens. There are good ones and there are bad ones. Yep. Uh, but you know what? What, do you, what are you going to do? Um, Guess what? And now huh. this... Yes, this is on my list. Yes, that this is on my list. I like it, dude. I like it. It's good. All right, so here we go. Here is... Here's here what we I, go, here we go, here we go. I'm very singing today. I apologize. Go ahead. I, I like it. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we have talked about... <clears throat> um, uh, oh... Andrew, uh, is it McLean? McLean? McLean. 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 Andrew McLean's uh, sort of comic books before. We've talked about Headlopper. We've yep. talked about. You got about, a Headlopper doll. I have a Headlopper uh, vinyl figure. Uh, he's put out another vinyl figure. It's not Headlopper. And this is my second toy on the list. And the reason oh, it's on. Oh, did I really nail it? It's, it's a, it's a, head, it's a, it's vinyl, not Headlopper. It's not uh, Headlopper. McLean toy. Okay. Yeah, but it's a different toy that he's done. It's called Thunderfla Thunderfang. Oh, this uh, looks great. This looks amazing. So this is the prototype of it. Essentially, it's a uh, a tiger um, with machine guns oh, that uh, right. and uh, Zumba, Zuba's pants on. Yep, I would um, say those are Zuba's pants. And um, I very much want this. And it's on the list because I will never pay $150 for it. Um I think I paid half of that for my headlopper because he wasn't that he wasn't Mr. Big Awesome Guy yet. And so uh but this is a very cool vinyl toy. It's a rad tiger with a machine gun 
and it would look wonderful uh, in my collection of dumb stuff. Uh, so he comes in pink and in the regular color. I might actually think the pink version is better. Um, what do you think? Do you like pink? Let me go for this one. I'm, I'm trying to find the pink version of it. It should be down below. Uh, I don't. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Pre-order Fang Pink. Yeah. Um, who the the pink looks like a like a crumb version of a character yeah i don't know man i think that's gotta be a personal preference i kind of like the orange okay like it's, right. it's very it's very there's well you know what the orange isn't as bright no i go pink i would go pink because the orange I, is kind of almost like a green greenish yeah when you, when I, you the, see it in the prototype yeah the pink seems the pink seems kind of fun i'm More i'm outrageous uh, yeah truly, truly 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 outrageous dude Truly outrageous. It's a little pricier than I would would pay for it myself, but hell, if someone wants to buy it for me, I'm not gonna, you know, what am what am I gonna say no to? Yeah, you know? That's what my toy that I'm putting up here is. I've actually think I've put this on the Christmas list before. I can't remember. Uh I think I've shown it to you before. Maybe I'm pretty sure I have. Uh but it is the uh punk rock uh Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know that this made the list. Didn't it's way too expensive. Uh but oh, it this is, may have made the list, but that's so damn rad. It's, it, it's so nice. You got to put it on the list twice. It's it's so great. It's like uh, basically what you have is like it's it's like a amount. It's basically like this doll. It's like this thick scale figure from Hot Toys, but it's like Spider Man. He's got a cut off denim jacket with a bunch of punk pins on it. He's like wearing jeans, a studded belt. He's got a mohawk on there. So it's basically like Ramon's Spider Man oh, figure. Shit. It's and rad, it, and dude. it comes with a guitar. It comes with like a Spider Man guitar, fully pos- posable. It just it like I want I want this as a I want this as an actual character. I want to read stories about punk rock Spider Man. Uh, and it just looks awesome. It's just, it's got like 12 pieces to this thing. You can remove and replace things. He's wearing Chuck Taylors for Christ's sake. Yeah, uh, it, it's pretty rad. Yeah, it is. It, it's is a very expensive price point. Uh, but when you look at it, you're like, I get it. I get it. that. That seems like, it seems too good to be true to like have like a, a Spider-Man doll that looks like this in your house. I, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But I mean, if you're if anybody could do it, Travis, it's you because you who's going to say no to you? If anyone, yeah, if anyone has just like uh you know uh money to burn, <laughs> it's it's a pricey it's a pricey Spider Man two hundred and thirty five dollars. Wow. Yeah, it's not even like a statue. It's just it's like it's like literally a doll. You're paying like two hundred thirty bucks for an action figure. But damn, is it rad? And I think it it's like a. It feel it looks like a legit jean jacket. He comes with a badass guitar. For two hundred thirty bucks, that better be legit denim, right? That better, better be seven be. for all mankind denim. It is uh, meticulously crafted. I do, yeah. I do like it. Um, man, that's rad. Yeah, just have that on there. I, if I got that, I would definitely have to start like a Spider Man collection. Like you have a Batman collection. Yeah, my Batman collection is like, oh, I found this for ten bucks at yeah, some at a garage. Store. That. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude, here's my last one. I just dropped it for you. This is mine. Um, I, you know, I love Dune and I love board games. So before you is the Dune board game. (laughs) Uh, Essentially, you are battling over Arrakis. You are one of the uh, one of the houses uh, and you are battling for control of Arrakis. And just saying that out loud is very lame. 
Uh, but you can play as the space Mom, guild. What are you doing? I'm battling for control of our Arrakis. It doesn't disturb me. I need a Arrakis. <laughs> I need to win. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I, I love board games. They're fun times. Uh, we played a bunch of Catan over Thanksgiving break, so I'm sure we'll play more Catan over Christmas the Chris break. Catan, the Chris Catan board yeah, game? Yeah, we played the Chris Catan game. Why does everybody think I'm gay? Uh, so, <laughs> you can't uh, have a mango. Deep, deep cut, uh, SNL. Um, but um, I, I I have the uh, an old copy of an old Dune board game, um, but I would like this new updated version <clears throat> because I'm a nerd. And I just want to play Dune with my friends. Dear Lord in heaven, if you really do exist, you will give Josh this Dune board game for Christmas. Give me this Dune board he game. A, he has been a good, bo- good boy. He has done. He has eaten all his vegetables. He has cut down on the pizzas and the, the I have premium and the premium lagers. I have. So if you it's can a make rare this happen occasion. for him. Um, <laughs> honorable mention. Honorable mention. Because I've got too many toys on the list. Is this that I just dumped in there, which is Batman from Dark Knight's Metal with a baby apocalypse that he's carrying in his front little pouch and a baby Bjorn. Oh, look at that. That's adorable. I already put one Batman on my list, but this is literally uh, Batman from Batman Dark Metal, uh, Dark Metal uh, carrying a Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, carrying a baby Dark Side in. I said Apocalypse, a uh, Dark Side in dark his side. little. Uh, his little pouch. Um, there was a last year I put on the list that uh, Batman like Fitbit watch where like you would actually like it would like like comp- right. Like, you start running. I'm like I still want that thing. I don't. I wonder, that, I wonder if that bad boy's dropped in price. Maybe, maybe. Um. So Travis, as always, it's been a pleasure to cram things deep in your stocking. Yeah. Uh, I hope that you get that why the last man omnibus. Um, yeah. And that you are able to share it. With a loved one over the heart. Do you want a, a bucket? You want a, you want a bucket of Why the Last Man? That's what you want. No, no, I'm not. In no way am I telling you to bring me all of that Why the Last Man. No, uh, man. That's that's the original reading. That's got to go. I know. History. I can't. I can't. I can't take that from you. That's it's your. Been, it's been. Uh, it, it's it's been through Ages too many people's hands. Together. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, I. It has a lot of a lot of memories in there. Why the Last Man? Because I gotta exactly so ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning into comic exposure and our annual comic book christmas list you uh, can i can i know because we got a little bit uh, a time here can i can i can i uh run through a couple of things yeah 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 buddy. Uh, uh, so um uh, actually about a month ago i wrote an article on couch crunchers oh yeah you got a plug. Plug. And and it was plug, no, it's not, I'm gonna plug it. Plug. It's just it, it was my uh, top things to get your nerd for for Christmas. So these were things that we wanted for Christmas. But here, if you're like, you know what, I listen to the show, but I have like a friend who's like super super nerdy. Um, here are some of my suggestions on what to b- get your nerd. One. Custom uh, sketches and art. Now, it's getting a little bit late for that, but you can do custom sketches and art if you go to a con and you're like, uh, or a con's coming into town and you know, like, your nerd is, like, get him, get an artist that he likes to, or she likes to draw them a sketch. Or you can go on Fiverr and you can pay someone to digitally do a uh, sketch of something. Uh, Number two, podcast t-shirts. We've talked about this before. Podcast t-shirts are great. 
I guarantee you know someone and that person listens to the podcast. And if they listen to the podcast and it's a popular podcast, that podcast has shirts. So what better way to get them something that they would never have got for themselves? They would be like, holy cow, I didn't know Mark Marin had a podcast shirt. Well, you can go on and grab a podcast shirt. And this is from like, I have a podcast baseball hat. I have a 538 baseball hat because I'm a politics nerd as well. So I have a podcast that talks about uh, polling data. I have a baseball, a dad hat that says 538 on it because that's nice. how lame I am. <laughs> and it's like a way to like, um, yeah, it's like the, it's like the new hipster world. Oh, it's like podcast. When here. someone, when someone recognizes it, you've instantly, oh, yeah. some guy Connection. was like, friend for life. Some, some guy was like, dude, I love that hat. And I was like, nerd. Yeah. yeah. Nerd, 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 <laughs> nerd, 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 nerd. Um, yes. Also, uh, here's a good one, too. Um, if uh, I like this one because it's the gift of creativity. If you know someone who's got like an interest, get them like a year subscription to like a Squarespace or a uh, WordPress.com. Get them like a website. Uh, be like, hey, listen, I paid for this website for a year for you. You can use it as a blog. Here's a link uh, on how easy it is to set up. So Squarespace uh, and WordPress are two easy ones for those. Uh, and then my final one takes a little bit of time. But if you have a favorite book or that you really like or a favorite book that someone else has, read through it and make notes, annotate it. Just be like, this part oh. always makes me cry, this thing. That is, I do that for my uh, my niece and nephew when they were uh, born. I went through uh, um, where the sidewalk ends and I drew doodles and made notes like, hey, your sister and I, your mother and I used to do this and whatever here, or this is you know my favorite. And I draw like little doodles and, and like pens and stuff like that. Yeah. So now they have this uh, kind of custom book from their uncle that uh-huh. has like my thoughts and things on very, it. So. It's very sweet, Travis. I wouldn't yeah. think you're that sweet, but I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm sweet when I need to be. So, so when you get uh, an annotated copy of Dune. Dune. I was waiting for it. That uh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, and, and I'm like, the spice melange must I would cool. definitely un- have to undertake. I was very close to picking up that book last summer in London and reading it, but I picked it up. It's just, it's a oh, lot. It's, it's a lot, dense. dude. It's dense. And I refuse to listen to the audiobook. If I'm going to read no, Dune, I'm going to read Dune. No, you got to read it. I've never, I am, I've been tempted to get the audiobook just so I can listen to it because I've yeah. read it so many times. Uh, but, I like that list. That's a good list. Yeah. If I were sweet enough, I would, I do that book idea for my wife for Christmas, but instead uh, I got her a couple lame things. I don't think she's going to listen to this. Do you think she'll listen to this episode? Uh, if she's, she's if she's going to listen to an episode, it would probably be this one. Cause it's oh, going to right. gift ideas. I was going to tell her what's She probably gonna... stopped listening when I said the uh, drop the F word about a second, like two minutes into it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I get like, I always get my wife some goofy thing online, some artist, something that's like no one else has. Those are usually the things that I try to get for her. Uh, and then she's always like, I can never compete with that. I'm like, but you don't have an Amazon list. I literally have an Amazon list. I have made it easy for you. All you have to do is go like, oh, there's a book. Click. Done. Do you understand how many wives out there would like would ba- bow down <laughs> to my amazingness by giving you a list? It just, just, it just makes it easy. I will be satisfied. You will be satisfied. Right. It's not my fault. You lack creativity, babe. Yeah, it's not my fault you don't have a list. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the show. Uh, you can find all of our old episodes online at www.comicexposure.com. It's the second time I've done that. www.comicexposure.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Comic Exposure. Uh, you, can follow, you, you can listen to the podcast on uh, iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review. Give us the stars. 
We love you very play, much. Android Google apps. Play, all that stuff. If you uh, if you could kindly give us some ratings, share this with your friends, share this with your 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 familia. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Travis and I want to wish you a happy holiday, a merry new year, mm-hmm. and we hope that you get everything you wanted firmly shoved right up your stocking. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next trade.